0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Politics and Pop Culture with Sierra and
1: Chris. Today is Monday, October 5th, 2020. Sierra, how are you feeling today?
0: blessed to be alive and breathing and healthy. How about you, Chris?
1: I'm good. It's a gloomy day here where I'm living. And I was thinking like, maybe I should make like some chili and cornbread I have a cast Ooh. iron skillet. Ooh. And like, as I went outside to drop off like the trash for the morning, I was like, it's chilly. I just want like a chili and some cornbread. Do you cook, Sierra? Like, do you cook at all? Not at all. Not at all. Well, <laughs> maybe I can make you some chili one day. <laughs>
0: Like not, I can do some cereal, some oatmeal, scramble it, egg. Hey.
1: Do you put fruit in your oatmeal?
0: Yes, I do. I put all the fruit and I put peanut butter in it.
1: Okay. I'd have to, cause when I do oatmeal, I just do blueberries. So I would, I would like to try that.
0: I love, like, one of my favorite combinations, I love peanut butter first and foremost, but apples and peanut butter and then bananas and peanut butter. So I don't put the apple, I do put apples in my oatmeal sometimes.
1: Yeah, but like bananas, apple cinnamon, yeah.
0: Yeah, but bananas and then just spread some peanut, Oh, I might make that after this.
1: There we go, look at that, look at these ideas go. <laughs> so I understand, like, there's so much going on in this, we had a really good weekend, and mm-hmm. what's going on in the world of politics? Let's talk politics, what's going yes. on?
0: So let's start with a Breonna Taylor update. Now I'm getting this from CNN's top five. If anyone, you just need like a quick dose of the news, CNN has an email subscription where they send you some top five headlines and then like a little blurb on what it's about. So you can just get some of the top things. So an update on the Breonna Taylor investigation, nearly 15 hours of audio was released Friday from the closed door proceedings of the Kentucky Grand Jury Investigation investigation into the Brianna Taylor case. In the audio, the officers involved said they announced themselves repeatedly before breaking down the door to Taylor's apartment in March. Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker III, has said he didn't know who was entering the home and so fired his gun once. Brett Hankins? Brett Hankinson? The ex louisville police detective, who was the only officer charged in the incident, said on tape that he fired his weapon because he thought his colleagues were being executed in the confrontation that followed their entry. While the audio sheds new light on a case that continues to bring pain to the nation, Hinkinson's attorney says it doesn't appear there are any surprises on the tape.
1: We're not surprised. I also think that we need to have a conversation about grand juries because we have to see who was on that grand jury. I would be interested to see the demographics of that grand jury. I would be interested to see, um, are they black? Are they women? Are they people of color? Are they low income? Are they high income? Because statistically, you can look at people who prosecute cases in a grand jury. Like I was watching a video over the weekend that said when people are low income or they're people of color, they're less likely to indict on charges. So I'm thinking because of the how popular this case was, how politicized this case was, I think that the attorney general and a lot of people were like in on the selection process. I'm not surprised of this verdict, but i will be interested to see like who picked the grand jury, what preemptory challenges were made during this whole process, who was asked to leave, who was asked to stay and Like the people, I wanna know the demographics of the case. I I mean, the audio is gonna probably show me what I already know. Did you feel like releasing audio was like, how do you feel about releasing audio? Do you think that does something for the conversation?
0: I think no, because now we know what we already knew. And now there's just more evidence of the kind of lack of evidence and all the bias that's involved with it. It's like, if her boyfriend only shot once, how, is Brett Hankinson, how do you how does that make you think your men are being slaughtered or X ex- if it was one so it's just still so many questions unanswered so i think yes i like that they released the, the audio because why not you know give the people the public more information because there's anger and outrage so just give answers just keep on giving people answers and their people are going to react to those answers but it's better than reacting to just nothing you know
1: more facts are always better than less facts. And yeah. I, I agree. We need probably even more um, because you. I don't look, I, I've tried to look at this situation everywhere that I could. This black woman is dead and <laughs> someone needs to be held accountable and needs to suffer some consequence for killing someone. Yes. And we haven't seen that. Um, you can give their family money. That's one thing. But those people that shot those guns need to be held accountable for their actions and their behavior. And that's like, what I need to
0: how how is that self-defense like it's just at the end of the day she's gone and it's because of you it's because of brett hankinson and how is he not facing any accountability for taking a life
1: and that's what the whole black lives matter is about, and that's what it's
0: all about. It's and that's why people about. are protesting.
1: That's why people are protesting. It's about saying like, when something happens and for there not to be a consequence, like if, if I'm in my house and a fly comes in and I swat the fly and kill it, no one's going to come help me come because, oh, it's just a fly. It didn't really matter. And mm-hmm. that's, I feel like we're almost equating Black lives to like the swatting of flies when we literally shoot someone down in their home and then there's no type of consequences held. No. Exactly.
0: And then also... It- No one deserves to be killed, regardless of if her, if she was a drug dealer, if her boyfriend was, regardless, even if the boyfriend did fire a warning shot, I do not think that that should give quick judgment for cops to be the judge and the jury and the executioner when it comes to civilians, you know? Yes, cops, it's a dangerous job. You are risking your life. You know, you are putting your life on the line every day, but there are citizens who are just living their lives who aren't intentionally putting their lives on the line every day. So it's like, there was just no reason to take a life. There's just no reason to take a life.
1: Never, no no matter how you look at it, it's really unfortunate and very, very sad. Mm Yes. Um, Moving on from that, we'll be following that story closely. I hope we'll get more facts. I'd really be interested to see what else comes out. Mm -hmm. Um, Fox News reports that White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said the administration is optimistic President Trump will be able to return to the White House on Monday today after several days at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center being treated for coronavirus, saying Trump's health improved overnight and the president is ready to get back to a normal working schedule. Spoke to the president this morning, Meadows said. He continued to improve overnight and is ready to get back to a normal working schedule. He added that the president will meet with his doctors and nurses this morning to make further assessments of his progress. Meadows added, we are still optimistic that he will be able to return to the White House later today, with his medical professionals making that termination later today. Meadows, during an interview on Fox & Friends, said that the White House would know about the president's potential release by the earliest Monday afternoon. What do you think about the possibility that Trump will be released from the hospital potentially by the time this show goes live?
0: This just doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to quarantine for two weeks.
1: Seven to ten days. Or 10 to 14? Is it 10 to 14?
0: I thought it was 14 days. Let's say minimum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just rounding to two weeks. Whatever. Ten days. Has it been 10 days? Like. Did we, did he take another test and is he now negative? Like, I'm so confused. Is he just going to be quarantined in his bedroom in the White House? But then again, you have hundreds of people who work in the White House. So, so what are there like special precautions that the president needs to take that are different since he is running the nation? Like he has to get back to work. Um, I'm just like, why i don't know it's just interesting
1: It's unfortunate and according to the cdc website you're supposed to stay home and monitor your for 14 days after your last contact with a person who has covid 14 days watch for fever if possible stay away from others especially people who are at higher risk for getting very sick from covid president trump to my knowledge is 74 years old is that correct yeah which puts him at risk because he's above that 50 age, 74 years old, and he's considered obese. So for him to be of that at-risk group- How?
0: how? What? (laughs) Sorry, that's not funny. He's considered
1: obese? I'm I'm certain that his BMI is definitely that of obese. You know, I was actually considered morbidly obese. I went to a gym and they told me I was obese. So if I'm obese, I'm- I'm sure President Trump is as well.
0: Okay, keep on going.
1: (laughs) So for him to be 74 years old, have obesity, which is considered a pre-existing health condition, and Mm -hmm. to only have quarantine for possibly less than, definitely less than 14 days, I think that's dangerous and puts everybody at risk. And I think-
0: And you have your secret service, the people who are driving him places. Like you're highly contagious, sir.
1: You know? And I do see that he's been wearing his mask now, which of course is another CDC guidelines, like the mask is supposed to protect you from others and others from you. So I guess he in essence could travel with his mask on, but this entire thing just looks relatively sketchy because I just would expect more symptoms. I've seen photos of him where he's signing blank pieces of paper that's been circulating on Facebook. And it's just like, what is the intention of all of this? What is your goal? What is the mastermind behind this whole stunt of, Oh, I'm sick. Like Mm we were really taking it seriously. It was like prayers for Donald Trump. yeah. Like be leaving the hospital, going back to working a normal working schedule as if everything is fine. What does that say about the severity of this virus? What does that say to people who are sick now that they can just go back to a normal working schedule after less than 14 days. Mm-hmm. You're setting an example for how to manage this, um, this illness. And I, yeah. think you're doing, I think he's doing a poor job of that and it's going to impact a lot of Americans and we should just still be prayed up because it's, it's coming off as severely and incredibly disingenuous.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Uh, did you vote? Did I vote? hmm
1: Not yet. Tomorrow is when okay. early in-person voting
0: happens. Ooh. I have my, sorry for the noise, folks, but I do have my absentee ballot right here. Let me try and cover up all the information. But uh, yeah, so it came in the mail
1: to you. You fill it out, and then it comes with the proper um, tools to send it back.
0: Yes. But you're
1: not dropping yours off in person? Yes,
0: I am taking mine directly in person to the clerk's office, which is also, you know, recommended if you do have fears, which you shouldn't. I think that's another funny thing, like... Trump was trying to say during the debate, you know, 80 million absentee ballots. How can we expect the post office to send that much mail? Da da, da da And then Biden was like, they send 84 million pieces of mail daily. They got this. So but if you are concerned, which you should not be, you can take it directly to your clerk's office.
1: I'm excited. I also found online just to let people know what tools and resources are available to you is I actually found a sample ballot for my state because of course we understand we're voting for the presidential election like Mm -hmm. everyone who's on the ballot but also there's issues on there and levies and other um, judges and other representatives who are on there so what I've been doing is I've actually looked at the sample ballot that I will actually will see tomorrow in person and then like trying to look up who's endorses people who are these individuals and see who I want to vote for so I'm making my notes ahead of time. So when I actually go to the ballot, I'm going there informed, I'm going there voting for Donald Trump and Joe Biden. I'm going in there thinking, okay, what else is gonna be on the ballot? Who am I voting for? Because our votes are important. Our voice is important. This is a tool that we use to participate in our democracy. So I would employ and encourage you all to make sure that you're informed voters and use those resources online. So you don't just go in there blind, unsure of what to vote for.
0: For sure, for sure. Uh, Funny story, I, I was doing my phone banking and a woman was like, oh, I went to isidewith.com and like took a quiz that basically tells you like what candidate you're most aligned to with your values and beliefs. I love doing these types of quizzes, but um, so I'm filling out the ballot and whatnot. And I did take another quiz with this company and it did tell me that, um, that I was most aligned with like the green party. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know why I was expecting to get, like, Joe Biden (laughs) and not uh, Howie Hawkinson, Hawkins. Um, But yeah, I got Howie, who is the presidential candidate for the Green Party. I think it's like 89% of my views were aligned with him. And then I think like 87% of my views were aligned with Biden. But I I do not, I am for, I'm not for a two party system, but I believe in the strengths in order for our democracy to work under a two party system as of 2020. um, I still have to do more research in even what a third party entering the game would even look like and how that would affect us, but we're out of time. So I am voting for Joe Biden uh, just to keep this, what we got going and make it better and stronger.
1: Yes. Yeah, so you all make sure that you vote. I think the biggest thing that you said is there's other options. That's what we're trying to say. There's not, you're not going to go in there and it's going to say Joe Biden, Donald Trump, you vote and then you leave.
0: There's mm-hmm. multiple
1: things on the ballot. Make sure you're informed. Make sure you're registered. Make sure you have your voting plan. And that's really good. And Sierra, thanks for sharing. Yes. Uh, in the world of pop culture, we have quite a little issue going on. SZA is setting the record straight. I don't know much of SZA's music, but I love to Love Galore. That was a, do you know that one, Sierra?
0: Yes. SZA's control album, I I bought the vinyl, like I love that whole album. It was just a vibe. It it came out like maybe after we graduated college or something like that. And I was moving to New York and I was just grooving to SZA, working out to SZA. Yes. We love SZA.
1: They said that the control album was released on June 9th, 2017. So yeah, that was right after we finished college.
0: It was a moment. Like, it just lives in my blood, that
1: album. I'm a stan. She was one of the most nominated female artists at the Grammys. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So SZA is setting the record straight. Drake calls a bit of an internet stir when he dropped his latest single, Mr. Right Now, on October 1st. On the 21 Savage feature song, the Laugh Now Cry Later artist dropped SZA as a previous romantic partner the quote from the song says yeah says she want to f to some scissor wait because i used to date scissor back in 08 he rapped if you cool with it baby she can still play Of course, fans of both artists had questions flying everywhere. But SZA took to Twitter to answer the big question in waiting. She tweets, "So it actually was. uh, So it was actually 2009. LOL. In this case, (laughs) year of poetic rap license mattered. LOL. I think he just innocently rhymed O H with wait." She tweeted on October fourth. Anybody who really knows me and was around during that time can confirm. It's all love, all peace. And a follow-up tweet. SZA also said, I just didn't want anybody thinking anything underage or creepy was happening completely innocent lifetimes ago. And it's interesting because we don't know much about SZA's dating history, but Drake, we know he's dated Rihanna, Serena Williams, Jennifer Lopez, and even has mm-hmm. a child, like some woman on Instagram. And um, yeah, interesting. I I can't imagine Drake and SZA dating. What are your thoughts on this whole story in the world of pop culture, SZA and Drake?
0: I'm just really trying to think, just to think through my music catalog, but why is it that male rappers, now I'm not extensive in, you know, music like that, so if you, you guys watching can give me a counter to this, but especially of late, August Alcina, Tori, whatever his name is, uh, Drake this name dropping, this name dropping of women who they've been with in detail to sell records, them kind of using Uh, other women in the industry to make music to make art to sell to the public whereas I don't see you know I don't see a lot of women like name dropping all the men that they've dated to sell albums or to incorporate in their art I find them to be more poetic in kind of like hiding or keeping things anonymous in their songs I the only thing I can think of is Ariana Grande's um Thank you, Max. Yeah. Which but was the number
1: one song, which was very successful. Yeah. Big video.
0: But it's like SZA talks about her relationships and her music, but she's not like giving you names like that, you know? And so I just like, what is it with, you know, men in this industry where now they are name dropping willy nilly the women they have dated to sell to us?
1: yeah i i think there's a way to do it i mean look at taylor swift who's arguably one of the biggest artists of our time like she's mm-hmm. won album of the year twice for her yeah. albums 1989 and fearless i think with her two album of the year wins and she often talks about her dating life and that's mm-hmm. like her power as a songwriter. She drops names. I think there's a way to do it tastefully. I recently read the mini of Mariah Carey and in there she writes about her love romance with Derek Jeter, the baseball player and how he mm-hmm. influenced her song, The Roof, which is featured on the Butterfly album, which is one of my favorite Mariah albums, came out in 1997. Um, it's interesting because there's a way to do it tastefully. And you're yeah. correct, I've not seen a woman name drop. Like I've not seen a woman literally be like, oh, like, I used to date Gary Jeter, like it's, it's tasteful. And mm-hmm. um, I also don't, I think private things should stay private. So the fact that Drake like will drop names, I just think is kind of like tacky to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about Drake. I like some of his music, but I like older Drake than newer Drake. I like
0: I, older Drake as well.
1: Thank me later. Nothing was mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Would you ever go on a date with Drake if he asked?
0: Yes. I I don't see. I've dated trash before. Really? <laughs> like yes, I've been on some terrible dates. I've been on dates with guys who are just like what? I like to date. I don't date as like I do it's not a sport, but I like going out. I like meeting new people. I like not knowing what to expect. And then like, you know, having the stories for later, just memories in my mind, learn better, do better. But that would be a nice fun day. I don't know, but, pause he might be sitting there crying i don't know what <laughs> really to expect or how fun he is or if it's just going to be an emotional roller coaster but i'm down for the experience because i would learn something about myself from a date with drake
1: i just wonder is he a good person like i wanted to see respect and treat women like how they should be treated like I feel like I don't know Drake. I don't know that much. From what I've seen, it seems a little opportunistic. Like he's definitely been linked to like some of the baddest A lister women. Where I just wonder is he kind of doing this like as an opportunist? I just wonder does he really treat women well and less like disposable photo ops? Uh, we would definitely
0: talk about Degrassi the whole time.
1: Which I've never ever seen a single episode on it. How is, is he like a main character on that show?
0: Um. He's like, yes, yes. There's so many people on the show. Like it's a, it's a cast heavy show, but he does have, you know, some storylines. But he was like best friends with Spinner who was like, Spinner had stories beyond stories and he was like his best friend, but you know, Jimmy got shot.
1: I'll have to check it. I wonder what it streams on. Um, I also, this past weekend, I had a chance to watch Rihanna's highly anticipated fashion show, Savage X Fenty Volume 2, which um, came on live on Thursday night. And it featured performers such as Lizzo, Willow Smith, Roddy Ridge, Ella May, Bad Bunny, and more. What do you think about the Savage Fenty show? Did you get a chance to actually watch it this weekend?
0: I did watch it this weekend. And I actually didn't watch the previous fashion show that she did. Like, was it last year? So mm-hmm. I watched that one first and then I watched this one. I was amazed. I was amazed and then I was kind of, you know, upset because this is kind of the first time we're seeing something like this. And so just imagine if fashion shows have always been this inclusive. This is like the definition of inclusiveness. And it's just like all these bodies are beautiful. Just like all the bodies are just voluptuous, just muscular fit, average woman, like, man, just bodies, and I just so appreciated that, and I know in the first one, she even had, um, like, amputee, people with amputees, and, like, you know, different disabilities, and it's just, and they were beautiful, and it was artistic and creative, and, you know, I love the dancing, like, I lived for the dancing, and so it's just, like, I'm just like, this is gorgeous. And this is stunning. And so I'm like, what man said that this isn't beautiful or like that this isn't acceptable in the world today? Cause I'm just like, this is it. Like, this is it. Yes. Yes. I
1: loved it. I was very impressed with And it's funny because I think Rihanna's heart and soul is more so in fashion than her music. Her music is incredible. I mean, she has one of the most impressive discographies of our generation, just like Beyonce, just like Taylor Swift. Like, Mm -hmm. Rihanna is one of the greatest artists to come out in the last 15 years. I'll just say that.
0: All the albums slap.
1: I mean, all of them from Talk That Talk to Loud to Unapologetic, from Never Gone Bad. Like, her music is one of the most impressive discographies of our generation. With that said, her fashion is even better. I feel like Mm -hmm. it's so intentional and she really eats and breathes and sleeps fashion and looks. And when they started putting all her different looks together and just doing us a retrospective. Like, oh, here's Rihanna in Paris. Here's Rihanna in London. Here's her when she's lazy. It was a story that was there and I mm-hmm. loved it all. I saw some of the men's pieces. And of course I was intrigued with like the, the bigger gentleman who wasn't necessarily had a six pack. Like that made me feel good. Cause I don't yeah. fit into that mold of like a body type. So when I see him out there with his stomach, I maybe me want to take my shirt off and have my stomach. Yeah. It's, like, just, the
0: it. it's just the confidence. It's just the it makes you feel good it's just the confidence and how you know he just everyone just embraced themselves and they were celebrated it made you want to you know just love on yourself
1: yeah and just okay so the models were great the dancing were which we acknowledge also the cinematography and lighting was really yes, great i really lighting. Enjoyed, like the bright neon colors and like mm-hmm. the weird ways that every artist was kind of creeping and crawling onto the screen and it was like It was sexy. It was good. It was so intentional. And just like the angles and shots because in my mind, I was envisioning just a runway back and forth, very much like 1990s Victoria's Secret. I was thinking very much a la Naomi Campbell, Tyra Banks. And it wasn't that. It was a full-on production similar to the same way that Beyonce did such a good job with The Blackest King. And it's just really great seeing these two Black women who are literally on the opposite sides of the spectrum, who you don't even compare to one another anymore. They're Mm -hmm. both just in their bag. So when I was watching The Savage Fenty Show, it took me to Blackest king and i'm just really proud of beyonce Mm and rihanna for just being stellar artists and just creatives they're doing what people wish they could it's impressive and incredible
0: they are it's like it's it's not even creating a new standard it's like just shattering uh standards and like what you believe or think or preconceive or might have been told that beauty is supposed to be and these women are saying like hey like you are beautiful you are accepted we see you this is what the world looks like and this is how we are going to celebrate our brand and celebrate you so you can feel just as powerful as we feel right. and I felt it mm-hmm. I love so it. going on um SNL Saturday Night Live uh, their forty sixth season wow. premiered uh, this Saturday this past Saturday and I watched the whole thing. It Chris Tucker not Chris Rock Chris Rock sorry y'all Chris Rock because Chris Tucker's a person. Uh, Chris Rock was the host and Meg The Stallion was the musical artist. Um, Chris Tucker Chris Rock sorry. I don't, some of his comedy, I like him in movies. I don't know if I really like him, like, as a stand-up. Um, I think some I Love of, My
1: Wife is one of my all-time favorite movies. He,
0: his, I love his, Head of State, like, he has great movies. But um, some of the sketches were just, like, why? Like, they did this one sketch about, you know, basketball uh Sierra language, what do you call them, gold diggers, like being in the bubble, like trapped in the bubble. And so they just basically had, you know, ba- the basketball wives trope of different women. And I'm just like, why like why and I do think like they referred to them as hoes like is this funny like it just wasn't funny to me it might be funny to like a man somewhere um but Meg the Stallion did perform and at the end of her performing Savage you know she stopped for a moment and then they played the Malcolm X quote about how you know the black woman is the most unprotected and she stood there like it was a serious moment and she was like protect black black women. And I'm like, boom, she ain't got to say anything else. She ain't got to name drop. She ain't got to address this. No. Here she is on Saturday night live doing this. Now, my dad, I watched it with my dad and he was like, I don't understand anything that she's rapping. Like my dad just doesn't, <laughs> he just didn't get the rap. Um, but yeah, so it was an okay show. They also did the debate and Jim Carrey played Joe Biden and he did amazing. Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump, superior. Like, he does it, close your eyes, and you think it's Donald Trump. And then they gave Kamala Harris, a play by Maya Rudolph. They gave her, like, a cameo, which really wasn't even, like, the highlight. Like, he deserves better than just to drop in as the, you know, the magical Negro. Um, but, yeah, so that was Saturday Night Live.
1: I enjoyed, I watched Making the science performance, and mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting because... You, you know, we have to just be careful and be conscious. So in my scholar mind, I'm thinking, okay, here you are talking about protect black women, black women are the most, you know, disrespected that whole Malcolm X cut, which is great, use your platform. And then you perform Savage, classy, bougie, ratchet. And it's like, so when I'm reading Things Fall Apart, you know, Achebe, and that whole idea of that word, particularly Savage, and how that word was kind of used to dehumanize the people in that book, Things Fall Apart. Yeah. And then you perform Savage. It's kind of like, I understand you're trying to use your platform, but like, you don't got nothing else like uh like i love it but it's also just kind of like if i was that's just it's it's hard to digest
0: yes uh i have my uh coretta and cardi b i don't know if you've seen those t-shirts it's like a t-shirt that says coretta and cardi b like kind of like coretta scott and cardi b and my dad and a lot of people of the older generation just don't get it like they just don't get how the two women have anything to do with each other. So same way how like uh, Meg Thee Stallion can be like savage, but then also do the Malcolm X quote. And I think in today's age, we have reached um, Black girls and Black women are now being freer and smarter in ways that are kind of unimaginable, where you can twerk and drop a malcolm x quote where it's just like the freedom is just unabounded where you can do both you can do it all but of course it would be hard for others to kind of understand it but me and my body and my person it's just who who i am you know it's just who she is they both live in her and coexist in her so if you as an audience member can't digest it. I don't think she cares. You know.
1: <laughs> I agree, and I was feeling that. Like I'm like, let her be free. But I could understand why someone would look at them and be like, hmm. I'm not cool about that because I, I agree that we are at a place where people are multidimensional and complex. Like I'm a guy. One minute I might be with a glass of wine in my hand, singing my heart out to some rap song. The next thing I want to read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. You know, sometimes I want to be at the club lit, listening to the Ying Yang Twins, and then I might just be sitting around meditating on Malcolm X and Du Bois yeah so i do but so that's what we that conversation has to get started because someone mm-hmm. like your father or like my mother or my grandmother i feel like they will look at that and be like why was you talking about malcolm x and now she's literally twerking to my i'm a ratchet bougie, right. It's right yeah it's hard to, that's what i'm saying it's hard to digest for everyone
0: mm-hmm i mm-hmm. agree yeah but we got,
1: i think Agreed. i think we're getting there but that's definitely yeah. more of a progressive younger type framework older people will be like what yeah, yeah. <laughs> currently being cardi uh Carellia scott and cardi b is it's hard
0: Yeah, yeah. So do you have anything you want to leave the people with? I feel like that was a good one and be multidimensional.
1: Yes, people, be free. We as human beings are complex, multifaceted, multidimensional human beings. So don't be afraid to express and show those sides of yourself. If you want to be classy, bougie, ratchet, if you want to turn up and be loose and be wild and then turn down and read and be studious, you can do it all because you're free. I love Mm -hmm. that. That's a good point.
0: Yes. And don't let the judgment of others... Uh, stifle your experiments and your experience. Like, people are gonna think a bunch of things and they're not gonna get a bunch of things. Don't let that, if you ain't hurting anybody, don't let that stop you from just exploring. So yes, thank you guys so much for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend. Yes, we do Uh, new
1: episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, guaranteed to be uploaded by 1 p.m. And we're on Google Podcasts, we're on YouTube, and so much more.
0: Yes, so thank you guys for watching another episode of Politics and Pop Culture with Sierra
1: And Chris, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for watching.
0: Bye.